0: The latest broadcast of the On the 50 Yard Line podcast for this week where we, we take a look at some of the uh, results from the high school football scene from last week and, and look forward to some big games coming up this week. Last week we had a big one as, as Calgary Dame and Savannah Christian met up in their rivalry game. Uh, Savannah Christian had won four, the last four meetings, but this time Calgary came out on top. With a 21 to nothing victory. Uh, it was a pretty much a defensive battle. Calvary had a great performance up front from uh, Terry Simmons, their junior defensive tackle. He had eight solo tackles, three for losses and three sacks. And freshman Walter Mathis had three tackles for losses also on the defensive line. That, uh, that group up front had a really, really great performance. Dan O'Neill the, uh, senior defensive lineman had his first career interception and he returned it for his first career touchdown with a 10 yard interception return for the score. And Troy Ford, the, uh, junior, junior linebacker whose offers include Auburn, Notre Dame, and Georgia Tech had another impressive performance for Calgary as they held, they held Savannah Christian to under 150 yards of total offense. A.J. Butts, the linebacker for Calvary, who doubles as a running back, sees some action on offense, too. He had eight tackles and a five-yard scoring run. And Donovan Johnson, the freshman standout, had 150 yards on 20 carries, including an impressive nine-yard bruising touchdown run where he carried the pile in from about five yards out. Johnson has a chance to go over the 1,000-yard milestone this, this week as he enters... The game at Savannah Country Day with 886 yards on the season and seven touchdowns through eight games. Calvary is improved to eight and zero with the win and one and zero in Region 3A private play. They are ranked number two in Class A private by the Atlanta Journal Constitution behind Trinity Christian. They play at Savannah Country Day this week. Uh, the Hornets are two and five, but that record's a little deceiving. Two of those losses have come by a total of two points including last week when they were on the road at Aquinas and lost 28 to 27 in overtime as they elected to go for a two-point conversion to try to get the win on the road. and it, it, it uh, fell short. So that should be a good game coming up this week. Another game from last week was a region 3-4A battle as New Hampstead beat Islands 32 to9. Islands was the host in that game. New Hampshire came on strong in the second half, outscoring the Sharks 17-3 to after intermission. Junior running back Samar Dowdy, who had that huge 300-yard, 300 340-yard rushing game a couple weeks back in a, in a win over Windsor Forest, he had another, another nice game, he had touchdown runs of 32 and 29 yards, rushing for 101 yards on 10 carries, and he added eight catches for 57 yards. Speaking of catches, Toriano Bias, the senior receiver who was having a breakout year, he had two scoring catches from Paulie Seeley, junior quarterback, and now on the season he has 23 catches for 409 yards and eight touchdowns. Really having a, a great year there for Bias. Seely has thrown for 20 touchdowns with seven interceptions and has 1,375 yards passing on the year they we be looking to have another big game Friday night as New Hampshire meets up with Benedictine in a Region Three Four A matchup that that uh, has big playoff implications. It looks like the winner of this game will have the number one seed going into the playoffs. Benedictine, which started the season 0 and two, won a sixth in a row Friday night with a 56 to seven win over Jenkins. Justin Thomas, the uh, senior. Running back, receiver, defensive back, kick returner. (laughs) Just call him Slash. He had another big game with 109 yards rushing and a a touchdown and while returning an interception for a score. I think it was 47 yards on the pick six. For the season, these are the numbers he's put up so far in eight games. He has 781 yards rushing and 12 scores on the ground. He has 25 catches for 515 yards and six touchdowns. He has a, 20 total touchdowns with a, with a pick six and a kickoff return. On the season, he's has three interceptions and 29 tackles on defense. It, just an incredible, versatile athlete uh, who is headed to Georgia on a baseball scholarship as a center fielder. Rashawn Matthews, the sophomore running back for, for Benedictine, uh, showed what he can do on the ground with six carries for 93 yards in the win. And his classmate, sophomore Luke Cromato, who's the quarterback in waiting for Benedictine next season, he had two touchdown runs and a TD catch. So Quan Bryan, the Benedictine junior receiver, is having a breakout season of his own. He leads the 6A uh, enrollment classification in the state with 699 receiving yards on 51 catches. He has six touchdowns through eight games. Holden Gurner, the uh, star senior quarterback who's headed to Auburn, who has committed to Auburn, he's a uh, he's in the middle of another great campaign with completing passes in a 66% clip. He has 16 touchdown passes and just two picks, showing why he's been so highly recruited. BC is ranked number three among Class 4A teams by the AJC, and they'll be putting that record on the line Friday night when they host New Hampshire in what should be an interesting region matchup. Now before we get to our on the 50-yard line interview with Richmond Hill coach Matt Lazotte, I wanted to give a little uh, little plug here for our coverage here at the Savannah Morning News. If you want to know the latest on what's happening on the college football scene with Georgia Southern and Savannah State, you need to check out our coverage by Nathan Dominance, who does such a great job covering those colleges and uh, he's got all the latest on Georgia Southern and and the Tigers, we're having a good season. If you're looking for the high school scene, see what's happening out there, I've got you covered there. Just go to savannahnow.com to see all the latest coverage. If you're not already a subscriber, now's a great time to try us out. You can get full access to our digital content for just a dollar a month for the next six months. Go to savannahnow.com forward slash subscribe now and sign up and now here's that uh, that interview we had last week with richmond hill coach matt lazat uh, talking about the wildcats season so far and what they're what they're expecting going through the end of the regular season and into the playoffs
1: Okay, we're here with Richmond Hill coach Matt Lazotte. He's in his seventh season leading the Wildcats. He's got a 41 and 31 record, including a trip to the state semifinals a couple years back. This year, the Wildcats got off to a tough start with an 0 3 record, but they won two of their last three to get back in the thick of it in the Region 2-6A race. Uh, coach, you lost a lot of a lot of talent to graduation last year including nine players that have gone on to play at the next
2: level of uh, how has this team developed since the start of training camp this year well i'll tell you it, it really started the moment that last season was over and and these guys challenged them like what what type of team do you want to be and a lot of the guys that we have the seniors that we have even the juniors have been part of two really good seasons um that uh that, that we've had the last, last couple of years here at Richmond Hill, and, and, and so they've seen what it looks like. And so the challenge has been, you know, what can you do? What do you bring to the table? Um, a lot of these guys are playing catch-up because those other guys were out there playing, and so they're like, okay, well, I, maybe I'm not, I'm not the guy, so I don't have to focus in as much. But, um, but we've, we've been playing a little bit of catch-up, and we've been growing, and we've gotten better every single week. Uh, our record is what it is. But we've played some really good teams, and and but the best part about it is that we've gotten better every single week, and and so we've been challenging our guys, continue to challenge our guys, and uh, and that, that's that's really the, been the outlook from from the start of of uh, of the postseason to now is can we show up every single day and get better? Okay,
1: one of those guys who's kind of stepped into a, a prominent role is junior quarterback Ty Goldrick.
2: Yeah, and he's been playing really strong as of late. How is uh, how is he developing and behind center for you? Well, I'll tell you, the, the big thing about it is his understanding of the position. Um, a lot of guys play quarterback, and, and a lot of guys can throw a football, but very few can manage a team and pass a football and and, 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 and be, be the distributor on, on the offensive side of the ball. That's the best thing he does. Uh, he doesn't try to do too much. Um, he's got a lot of room for growth, and you know, this being his first year starting, um, he's but he's done a tremendous job for us, and he's gotten better every single week and so we're going to keep putting building blocks on top of each other and we're going to start building this thing up and uh no pun intended we build the hill but uh (laughs) but uh yeah and you know and just just keep getting better you know we're right in the thick of things with with our uh with our region schedule and uh this is what these guys sign up for they sign up to play at a a high level um against these guys and and we're we're built for this And, and and ty is built to carry the team
1: Okay, another good storyline you have on the team is senior Tommy Bliss, who broke oh, yeah. his femur last year <laughs> and missed the season. He's back as a DB receiver, blocking. I think he blocked three kicks in one game man, recently.
2: He, he, he's tremendous for us, man. He, uh,
1: what does his leadership meant to the squad this
2: year? You know, the, Tommy. Tommy's Tommy's one of those guys that that's that's played and he's had it taken from him, and very few players get to experience that uh, and 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 get to see the other side of it. And the other side being, get to come back, get to come back, and I get another shot to go get it. And uh, man, that dude shows up every single day, and he loves practice, and he talks to our team every single day. He talks to our team after workouts, he talks to them after practice. He's 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 there because he loves being here, and he knows the opportunity that he has, and he's using every opportunity that he has to be out here to get better because his ultimate goal is to play college football, and he's going to be a steal for somebody. Um, but he, but that being his ultimate goal, he's got to use every opportunity he has to, to continue to grow and develop because um, he 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 knows he's behind. He knows he missed out on the entire season last year, and uh, and he's willing to do whatever it takes to to make sure that that he's focused in and dialed in. This team's dialed in to to finish this thing strong. Okay, you guys are two and four overall, two and one in the
1: region, with tied for Glen Academy uh, for second. What are your
2: have you adjusted the goals for the season, or, or what are your goals going forward for this year? No, we're going. We're going to try to win out. Yeah, you know, and and if we win out, we'll have a shot to to win the the region title. Um, you know, and and the the thing about it is 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 we're, we take it one game at a time. Dennis, when, when it doesn't matter whether we're playing game one of the season, game seven of the season, it doesn't matter. We take it one at a time, and we focus on that opponent, focus on that goal. And, and the goal is to win the next one, win the next one, win the next one, win the next one. And we keep building off of these these small victories that we have daily. They turn into big victories on, on Friday night. And, and uh, you know, we, 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 we're two and one, uh, lost to Statesboro, and Statesboro lost to, lost to Brunswick. And so uh, we could create some tor- tur- uh, turmoil by uh by beating Brunswick Friday night, but you know we play we play all of them to win all of them. We you know we're not playing for second place. We're trying to be be first place.
1: Well, that next one against Brunswick is going to be a tough one down at Glen Academy Stadium or Glen County Stadium. Yeah. Uh, Brunswick is seven and zero, ranked number four among Class
2: Six A teams in the state by the AJC.
1: What do you expect in this game?
2: Well, they're they're a team that's loaded with talent, and uh you know with with the talent that they have, uh they're able to do a lot of things really well. One of the best things that they're doing defensively is they're running to the ball and they're getting the ball on the ground, uh, making one-on-one tackles. Uh, on offense, they're scoring points. They've got two backs that can really go. And, uh, and an offensive line that, that year in, year out has as much talent as anybody in the country um, on, on the offensive line. And, and so, uh, you know, it's a tough task. Our guys got to go play hard. Um, we, we have a really tough football team. And so we challenge our guys to play that tough brand, that intense brand. Uh, and with, the, with relentless effort. And, uh, and our, our motto this year has been stay in the fight. And, you know, we, we've just been staying in the fight with, with, with all these games, win or lose, you just stay in the fight and keep swinging and try to you get back into a corner, try to fight your way out and, and see what happens. Okay, Coach, well, best of luck this week. All right, appreciate it. Build the hill.